Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's go to Ephesians, the second chapter. Amen. It's so good to have all of our guests here, Sister Carrie Vincent, her daughter. Amen. And then it's good to see Brother Greg and Sister Christy. Glad they're here, Preston's parents. Amen. The Yanceys, it's good to see them in church. Amen. We love the Yanceys. It's good to have some of our travelers back home. Brother Eddie, Brother Brinsfield. Amen. I'm looking forward to what the Lord is going to do in this house. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you're saved. Everybody say, you're saved. Okay, let's make a distinction here. He tells them, this church in Ephesus, by grace, you're saved. Okay? And then he uses the word and. Everybody say and. Okay, so they're already saved. And hath raised us up together. It just appears to me that he's, he's referring to two separate events here. They're already saved. They've been raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in... Christ Jesus. Amen. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach from this title the Lord gave me this past week in prayer. Stick with me for 15 minutes and you'll figure out where we're going. I want to preach getting over it. Getting over it. In the name of Jesus. Let's lift up our hands and pray that the Lord would move in this house. God, I thank you for your word. a prayer meeting right now. Come on, let's take a few moments and touch God in this house. January 31st of 2020, the Trump administration issues an executive order banning travel incoming to the United States from China. Due to this new and, and 
relatively unknown virus that would end up being called COVID-19. Has anybody ever heard of COVID-19? Man. March the 11th of 2020, after more than 118,000 cases in 114 countries, 4,291 deaths recorded. The World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a worldwide pandemic. On March the 13th of 2020, the Trump administration declared a nationwide emergency and issues an additional travel ban on non-U.S. citizens traveling from 26 European countries due to COVID-19. On March the 15th of 2020, states began to independently implement shutdowns in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19. New York City's public school system, the largest school system in the United States with 1.1 million students, shuts down. While the state of Ohio calls for restaurants and bars to close. On March 15th, while states were closing down, that night we were having church and Roger and Henry got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Many of you probably went home after that church service like you will tonight. You go to sleep and you wake up in the same world. March the 16th, the very next day, if you were into the news, you would have read things like headlines. Coronavirus looms over Democratic presidential primaries. Ohio election in chaos as governor says polls to close, defying state judge. Europeans erect borders against coronavirus, but the enemy is already within. As I went through my photo album on my phone today from this time period, I found a personal video of myself in Walmart as I scanned the meat department that was nearly empty. And I say, maybe slight COVID hysteria going on in the video. By March the 18th of 2020, The Atlantic issues an article titled, Close the Churches. State and local shutdown orders shouldn't exempt religious gatherings and those communities should comply. There was division on every hand, every, everywhere you looked. Political division, racial division, even congregational division as this, this unknown virus swept in to the United States. Church leaders were divided against church leaders. Amen. And you were, you were right in the eyes of some if you quit having church and you were wrong in the eyes of, of others and you were right in the eyes of some if you kept on and wrong still in the eyes of others. There was no winning during this time period because everybody had their own opinions about what was going on. And, and if, if, if we're not careful and, and we allowed it to happen so many times during that time, we would get so caught up in what was going on from day to day in our world and, and the divisiveness and, and the way that the enemy was coming in. You get so, so caught up and tangled up in the web of everything going on around you that, that you lose focus of the things that truly matter. And in the midst of all this from the International Space Station hovering some 240 miles above the Earth's surface, there was a, a Twitter a Twitter account by the, the, a woman named Jessica Mir on March the 16th, 2020. She posted a tweet and it says, From up here, it is easy to see that we are truly 
all in this together. Hashtag earth strong. Amen. Now, if you were on the ground on March 16, 2020, I can tell you the last thing you were thinking was that we were all in this together. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why? Because we're on the ground and, and, and perspective changes. And, 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 and when, you go to, when you go to Walmart and there's no food, you can get frustrated at people. And, and, and when, you, when you can't travel or when you can't have church or when the border's closed or whatever it may be, it's easy to get caught up in the situations of day to day. And we could go on and on. Amen. We could talk about should there have been stimulus checks or should there not have been stimulus checks? And, and should they have closed or should they not? We had to. We had to. Lord help us. We had to, we had to slip some, some barbers in here real secret over there to the fellowship hall. Amen. Because you couldn't even you couldn't even get a haircut. And we still preached it. Men cut their hair and women don't. Amen. And so so we had to we had to we had to sneak some barbers in and, and we scheduled all the men to be there and, and we're sitting in chairs. You know, everybody needs to be six feet apart, and everybody just has their opinion about these things and then and then here this this astronaut is is 240 miles above everything and and when we're bickering and fighting and and at each other's throats amen about all the things that should be from her perspective she's looking down on an earth that though you may be divided in in thought or mentality really you're actually all together and you need to figure out how to make it work Amen. And we have a saying, and, and many times it's rude and, and it's snide. And it's this. Get over it. Amen. What does it mean when somebody tells you, get over it? Usually you're struggling with something. Amen. Whether a thought or a feeling or an emotion or a situation, whatever it may be. And to you, it's so real. And it's so important. Amen. And, and to somebody else who, who's, who's not wrapped up and tangled up in your world. And they're not, they're not tied up in your situation. They're, they're not walking in your shoes. It's easy for somebody to look at you and say, you need to get over it. What are they telling you? you, you, you you're weak and you're insignificant and you're insufficient. And, and you just need to, you know, what do they say? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and just rise above whatever situation you're in. And many times they mean it very, very snidely. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm going to preach to the church tonight about getting over it. And I ain't being rude, I promise. Bible has a lot to say about our perspective and our thoughts and our mindsets. Amen. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth. In the name of Jesus, help us tonight, Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The reason God don't think like you think and the reason he don't act like you act is because he don't have the same perspective that you have on your situation. 
Amen. I, I, I thought about an old song. Well, maybe it's an old song. I don't know. They used to sing it. What once looked like a mountain's just a hill from heaven's point of view. There's something about rising above a situation. There's something about being lifted up to where your perspective changes. Amen. Amen. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens. Amen. Where he's sitting, it don't look quite the same as where you're sitting. Amen. Oh, in the name of Jesus. God, help us tonight. Amen. I'm here to preach to the church. It's time for the church to learn how to get over some things. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Amen. And, and, And the fact of the matter is that a lot of times when... When people around you would would use that phrase, you need to get over it. Usually they're not offering you any solution or any help to getting over it. Amen. They're not willing to to offer their time or their services and and any any way they could to help you overcome the situation you're in. They're just, oh, you just need to get over it. Amen. Well, the church needs to learn how to get over some things. But the Bible didn't leave us without solutions. The Bible didn't leave us without answers. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For, for you'll find as you go through the scripture that, that every time there's a genuine encounter with God, there is a lifting in the human that's having the encounter. Amen. I'm going to tell you, it is not the will of God for you to be dragged down when you come to church. If, if you come to church and you feel worse when you leave than when you got there, it, I'll tell you, it, it ain't the move of God. It ain't the word of God. It's not worship of God. Maybe it's somebody masquerading as a child of God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus, you need to be careful who you listen to. You need to be careful who you allow to influence you. Amen. This this is the place where we've come together and God is trying to raise us up together to sit in heavenly places with him. God, help us tonight, Lord. It is not the will of God for your church experience to be hell on earth. It's supposed to be heaven on earth. There's supposed to be a lifting that God, help us right now. Hallelujah. But what do you have to do? You have to make sure you don't get tangled up in everything that's going on at surface level. Amen. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Into his courts with praise. There's something transcendent about coming into the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love every single person in this building. And I'm so thankful you're at church tonight. But I'm not here to see you. I'm not here to touch you. I'm not here to talk to you. When I came into the house of the Lord, I came here to touch the master, the savior, God. In the name of Jesus, 
First Thessalonians chapter 4, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Everybody say rise. rise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Everybody say caught up. Caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Amen. There's, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I, I don't believe you have to wait for the eastern sky to split to be caught up into the heavenlies and to meet God in the air. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul says, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth such an one caught up. Everybody say caught up. He caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how that he was caught up. Everybody say caught up. He was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Amen. There's something that happens when you get into the presence of God. Oh, hallelujah. You see all these lots right here on this picture? Amen. You see them as they span? These lots all the way over here on the far west coast, of North America. That's probably, that's probably like L.A. Think? One of, them, one of them sets of lots way over there. Left side. I would say that's L.A. Beautiful picture from a satellite. Amen. You know somewhere downtown L.A. right now? There's homeless people doing drugs and using the restroom on the streets. Amen. Yeah. But you know what? You don't see all that mess. Oh, God help You know, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't want to walk through. I wouldn't want to walk through a, a dark alley in L.A. right now. But you know, when you're looking at it from above, it's just a beautiful light somewhere down there. Amen. I'm talking about perspective. You know, if, if, if I can just obey the Holy Ghost for a few minutes. You know there are problems in this church. Did you all know that? Do you remember when, when Brother Morrison preached in Westinghouse? I think it was Brother Morrison. Maybe one of the Adams boys preached about the stench in the ark. It's Tim Adams. Amen. He was preaching about how bad it must have smelled on the ark. But you know, the ark was the only thing saving them. Amen. And so you can either choose to focus on the smell and the sounds uh, do, do you think they ever got a good night's sleep? You think the animals were stirring and, 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 and moaning and groaning and growling and making noise and, and my lands. 
They could have got so focused on all the things going on in the ark. They were dissatisfied with the ark. But you got to understand, that was the vehicle to salvation. Amen. Every church in the world is going to have problems. Every church in the world is going to have a person that don't like you and talks about you behind your back. But it's time for you to get raised up in the spirit. Come on. Come on. The flood ain't no better for you than the ark. You stay in the ark, baby. Get your perspective right. Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, when I came in here to pray today, it was too cold. And when I got here for church tonight, it was too hot. You know, there's been times the music was too loud even for me. And there was times the preacher was too quiet for me. What, what, what are you driving at? There have been times they didn't take up offering, right? They didn't turn the lights down on time. Amen. They splash water when they baptize somebody. Yeah. Well, you, you should have heard what they said. You should have seen the way they looked at me. Amen. He, he wouldn't even shake my hand. Oh, God. Why are you here? Well, I need to be saved. Okay, well, that, that started the night you got the Holy Ghost and got baptized in Jesus' name. Now it's time for you to get raised. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let me preach to some saved people right now. Amen. There's a second event, and it needs to happen over and over and over in your life. And it's where you get raised. Amen. Come on. Come on. I, I know there's times you come in and, and you're sick in your body and you don't feel like worshiping. Honey, you got to get raised. There's times you come in, the money ain't right in the bank. You got to get raised. There's times you come in, the family's not doing exactly right. You gotta get right. God help us right now. In the name of Jesus, I, I, I felt in the Holy Ghost right then as you were standing and clapping. The Lord spoke to me and said that there's souls being reached for right now. Amen. And I'm not reaching for the souls of the lost. I'm reaching for the soul of the saved. That you've been not, you've not been raised in a long time, and you're tangled, you're tied up, you're bound. But... Amen. I, I'm, I'm not preaching a fairy tale right now. I, I understand reality is reality, and it gets real bad sometimes. But let me tell you what the world is doing. They're going to drugs, and they're going to alcohol. That doesn't fix their reality. It doesn't transcend their reality. It inhibits their 
Amen. I'm talking about the times in your life where, where you didn't think you could go another day and you found your way into a Holy Ghost prayer meeting or you found your way into an apostolic church and the word goes forth and the spirit starts to move and you can walk out in the exact same situation, but you're not in the same situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is reaching for people in this house right now. And it's not to try to get you to repent one more time. It's trying to get you to be lifted up in the spirit. I understand you're sick. I understand you ain't got the money you want. But there's a lifting. Come on, pray right now. Pray right now. wanted to do something special in this house. Amen. I I need you to help me right now. I'm going to read three more scriptures. We're making our way to a close. I know I just started, but the Holy Ghost is one to work. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? Did nobody tell you that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he's not faint. He's not weary. Hallelujah. There is no searching of his understanding. But he giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. I'm preaching to the one that walked in the night and you didn't know how you were going to make it from today to Sunday. I'm here to tell you God gives power to the faint. Hallelujah. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Everybody say mount up. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. What does that do? That's getting over it. I thought about I thought about Red Bull's tagline, find your wings. Amen. Let me tell you where you find your wings. It ain't at the bottom of a can. It's at the bottom of a pew. Waiting on the Lord. They mount up with wings as he goes. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. But she beloved. Building up. Everybody say building up. Building up up yourselves. 
That's you getting over it. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How? Praying. Everybody say praying. Praying in the Holy Ghost. You want to know how you get over it? You get into a Holy Ghost prayer meeting and you pray. Well, Brother Moach, you just don't know my situation. Well, I don't, but I'll tell you somebody who's I do. The Apostle John, the man whom Jesus loved. Amen. Writer of Old Te- New Testament Scripture. Amen. Boiled in oil. Exiled on the Isle of Patmos. Let me tell you something. If anybody had a right to be in a pity party. It was the Apostle John. Revelation chapter 1. Verse 9. I, John... Who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. You going through it? Yeah, I'm going through it. I'm your companion in tribulation. And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God. I didn't even do anything. I was exiled for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Amen. Where do you get when, you're, when your life is going crazy? You get in the spirit. Well, when is the Lord's day? This is the day that the Lord hath made. Today. Well, what about tomorrow? When you wake up, this is the day that the Lord has made. Get in the spirit again. Amen. There's something that happens here, though. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me. Everybody say behind me. Heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega. The first and last, and what thou seest, write in the book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, and I turned to see the voice that spake with me. Amen. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot. And gird about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were a flame of fire. His feet like undefined brass, as if they burned in a furnace. His voice as the sound of many waters. And in his right hand, seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. He said, I was in the aisle that was called Patmos. But I was in the spirit. Yeah. 
And when David didn't have the Holy Ghost, he said, he's the lifter of my head. John said, I turned around. Now, maybe you missed the significance of that right there. But in the middle of the darkest trial of John's life, he got in the spirit. Heaven is his throne. And he said, I didn't hear a voice from above. I heard a voice from behind. You know what that tells me? When you get in the spirit... Come on, somebody. You may be in the aisle called Patmos right now. You may have every excuse on earth. Well, you just don't know what I'm going through. I don't, but you don't know what I'm going through either. But I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. you just a second the night you got saved ain't the pinnacle of your apostolic experience I'm telling you I feel in the Holy Ghost there's a raising come on Hallelujah. You're so tied up in your situation. It's like you can't even hear what I'm preaching right now. Come on, I'm reaching for you right now. Come on. You're saved. Yeah, you got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you're baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah, but it's time to get in the Spirit. I was in the spirit. And all of a sudden, heaven wasn't out of my grasp. It was under my feet. I'm telling you in this house today, The Holy Ghost took me to a place. And I believe it was so that I could experience what God was wanting to do in this house tonight for people. The Holy Ghost took me to a place that when I came out of it, Brother Preston walked in to pray. And I'm telling you, it was like I was drunk. I, I was sitting on the pew just staring. Why? Oh, yeah, I, I, I got problems. I, I got a, I'll just tell you, I, I got a real estate deal that's going to pot. This woman. Blowing my phone up. Text, 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 text. Did you know where I was? I was in the spirit.
Come on, the Lord's wanting to call some people into the spirit right now. It's time for the church to start praying. It's time for the church to start praying. Come on, it's time for you to pray until you start to rise above some things. Till perspective starts to change. Come on. Come on. We, we may not go any further. It's time to pray. Come on, you get in the spirit. You'll hear the voice of God. You, you get in the spirit, you'll rise above, you'll transcend some things. Come on, shake off those heavy bands right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, God is calling you. Come on, he's trying to raise you right now. He's trying to raise you right now. you by. Come on, don't let this moment pass you by.
listened to my word go forth. You waited for the end. Now I say unto you, reach for me, and I will reach down 